Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hello, America. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. And I just happened to watch Klaus Schwab's speech. Pretty brief, really. I was kind of surprised he didn't go on longer, but it was only about eight or nine minutes. But in those eight or nine minutes, there were some real nuggets. And what this answered for me, it made sense for me about Biden's nonsensical programs. His incessant desire to kill energy in this country and the takedown of the American economy. I now get it. I thought I had it before, but I have it a lot more now. And I could play Klaus Schwab's speech, uh, but some of it was disjointed. I, I had to take notes on it and connect some dots. And so I'm going to save you the trouble. Um, uh, I, I, I think there's a number of websites that are running this speech now. So I would encourage you to go listen to it to check the accuracy of my interpretations. But I think uh, we're all going to see uh, Biden policies enmeshed in this. So we're going to talk about that right here on the Common Sense Show. Uh, we're the show, Freeing America, One Enslaved Mind at a Time. And we're glad to be with you. And we are brought to you by something that you might want to get a handle on before they implement all this stuff. (sighs) Storable food. Um, What I have said all along, do you really trust Biden to feed you? When you really look into who's pulling his strings, you can see that it's either um, plan or perish. That's really what it comes down to. And so I, people say, well, how much do I need? I think you need to collect from all sources as much as you can, seeds, find a way to do it in your house, because I think they're going to ban a lot of uh, private agriculture outside is too energy uh, demanding. And um, I would say that you can do this inside your house. you got to be smart, because you know how they catch the marijuana growers, right? <laughs> yeah, the electricity they, they used when, uh, when uh, police used to bust marijuana growers uh, that were raising the crops on the inside. So be smart, but I'm telling you right now, storable food is where you need to start. And this will buy you some time to see if humanity can reject the takedown of humanity, in my humble opinion. So how do you get your storable food, and what will you get? Well, you'll get 25-year shelf life food, so it's going to last. Uh, you're going to get... 2,000 calories per day, you're going to get breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and snacks, lots of variety, so you don't get sick of eating the same thing, and the food tastes fine, so lots of variety, it's it's the way to go, 
and my Patriot Supply is the very biggest in the nation and they haven't raised prices. In fact, they have a $250 special on the three-month emergency kit. We're recommending every family member should have one. And if you can afford it, then I would move beyond that amount. Because who knows how far this craziness that I'm going to talk about is going to go. So go to preparewithdave.com. It's kind of funny. Well, it's not funny. It's not even ironic that the advertisement for this show fits right in with the storyline which tells you that goes into our thinking about what uh, products we choose to make available to our audience uh, this is right down that avenue anyway let me tell you what klaus schwab said i took some notes here and, and um i've gone over this pretty extensively in his eight minute and 40 second speech is what i recorded here the number one thing he talked about was energy transformation is going to be necessary to bring in what he referred to as the fourth industrial revolution so if we have an economic slash historical term emerging i think that uh, we will refer to this movement as the fourth industrial revolution pretty interesting isn't it um energy transformation he didn't get real specific but he's speaking at the G, at an offshoot of the g20 conference in indonesia and he uh there's no question what he meant uh in fact later on he'll impugn oil but petroleum products gone they got to be gone there will be no petroleum produced anywhere in the world when they have their final say that was really really clear now i don't know if the elite are going to be allowed exceptions so they can maintain lifestyle choices but uh, okay so there you go one was energy transformation and when biden says these things that you wonder are these the ramblings of a crazy demented person and he says cars are going to be totally gone by 2035 um he might be right when I listened to this Klaus Schwab speech, I, I kept hearing Biden, 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 Biden. Every talking point goes back to a Biden program. Kind of tells you who's running our country, doesn't it? Um, he also talked about supply chain revision. I don't know how it could get much worse, but right now your supply chains, they're uh, shipped, diesel, they're flown, petroleum, they're trucked diesel railroad you get the idea that's our supply chain people that's our supply chain and he's he was not specific he said we need to go through a supply chain revision is one of his cornerstone points and i'm thinking okay tell me what that energy is going to be and what he said was since i wrote a book there have been 23 technologies emerged that once were considered to be science fiction but are now reality and this is what he's referring to with the supply chain revision but he did not elaborate on what those would be let me set aside klaus schwab for a second okay so i'm saying what he's saying and i'm being accurate but what i'm going to say here is strictly for me and I think it's something that is is where they are going. It's my speculation, but I don't want to confuse what I'm saying with what Klaus Schwab is saying for accuracy's sake. I believe they're talking about Nikola Tesla's zero-point energy. 
I believe they're also talking about quantum physics at a very high level. Let me remind you of something that happened in Leipzig, Germany in 2008 that they made public and then the research went dark. You can't get any more. You don't know what they did next. But this is well documented. In 2008, across a long laboratory, researchers teleported, and that's my term, uh, electrically, magnetically stimulated an object and how they made it arrive at another destination is unknown to me. I would assume with some geographic coordinates they programmed in, but that's speculation on my part. But what I do know is they teleported an inanimate object across a laboratory, a long laboratory uh, room, and they had an effect called bilocation. And this is right out of quantum physics. The object remained here for a brief moment while it appeared over here and they coexisted at the same time in bilocation and then this disappeared, the origination source. Um, Are we going to teleport goods? That's where I'm going with this. Are are we teleporting goods or are we about to? Um, This would explain some of the bizarre space shuttle experiments that were done before they abandoned the space shuttle program where we believe they were doing that in space in the zero gravity atmosphere one they could not be observed uh, and tracked and two they could hide whatever they were doing but stories coming out of nasa and i've heard these stories for years talked about teleportation of objects so this is a reality we don't even need the nasa story which is speculative due to confidential sources but the leipzig germany experiment absolutely uh, everyone knows about it in fact the stories that follow but can't be documented was they began to teleport mammals to see if they could survive the deconstruction of its anatomical uh, being to transport to a different part um, yeah, this is really interesting stuff. The only thing I can say about the supply chain revision is it's got to be something Tesla related because right now what they call fossil fuels, that's a joke because oil does not come from dinosaurs. That's, I don't know where I never came up with that idea. Even the climate change people don't talk about this. It's a euphemism. Fossil fuels is a euphemism for energy derived from the ground and they say it's harming the planet. Okay, so if you revise the supply chain, and I think this is a really key element, um, they have to come to some kind of exotic technology, and maybe it won't be exactly what I'm speculating, but I think it has to be somewhat similar. Otherwise, you're not going to be able to move goods. And let's say we had 90% less people on the planet, just for the sake of argument. Okay, you would still have the need to transport goods and services across vast distances, right? And if you're not going to use fossil fuels, what are you going to use? So this gets into a technological approach that we would probably have had to have had developed for decades, Tesla. Um, and maybe this is where it's going to go. I just, like I said, I'm speculating. I think this is a key point. He also went on to say, and this is the death of oil. He said, we have to ban whatever puts millions of tons of plastics that are destroying our oceans and he paused and had dramatic inferences in that statement 
and he repeated it and looked at it sideways and this way and downward. I mean, he really emphasized this point. And he was talking about you got to get the plastics out of the ocean. So this is a classic climate change argument. Okay? And so what are plastics made of? Hello? Hello? Petroleum, right? No petroleum. Petroleum is, to use his home language, verboten. And by the way, you ladies out there, you lovely ladies, and you like to wear some makeup here and there, uh, that has petroleum in it too. You will not have any makeup. So we'll all have to look our age, respectfully stated, of course. Okay, so those um, are three really important areas he talked about. He did not elaborate on the 23 new technologies. But I do think it's energy related. It has to be. If you're talking about transport of goods and services. In fact, let me step aside here. I'm going to do another. In fact, I'm going to save this for another broadcast. But the electrical grid can't handle what Biden says we're going to do. It can't. It's In fact, I've interviewed people. I've interviewed people that worked at nuclear power plants. I've interviewed people that work in the, on the grid centers. And they all say the same thing. We cannot do what needs to be done in Biden's programs. I'm actually going to cover that and see that gets into these exotic technologies. All right, now here's the final thing that I'll conclude with. He talked about the term public-private partnership. And i got to tell you, I'm going to say, pay Klaus Schwab a, um, a compliment here. He's got the thick German accent, which we all have when we learn a second language after the age of eight. But his command of the English language and the euphemisms that go with it uh, really, really good. Really good. I mean, he's a native speaker in terms of his command of the English language. Um, he talked about public-private partnerships, and you should be really, really concerned about that. Really concerned. Public-private. Business-government. Business-government. Okay. Uh, is there a political term that describes this approach? Hello? It's called fascism. And let me go back in our own history in the second industrial revolution and talk about the danger of this. This is scary. This is really frightening. When the factory age came, the gilded age came with it. Corruption in politics began to reach a new level. And today it's just off the charts. In fact, I saw an interview with Maxine Waters on Fox. And I'm going to cover this. She was asked about FTA. You're going to give the money back, Maxine? No, no, no. (laughs) It speaks to this mentality. Uh, Public-private partnership is something that we have seen to usher in the Agenda 21 uh, policies and philosophies in places like Austin and Santa Cruz and Fort Collins and then across the nation. Those were the three early pioneers. And we always heard the term public-private partnership. Business and government working together. Well, let me tell you how bad it was in the Second Industrial Revolution. It was so bad, the worker abuse was off the charts. The wages were so low that labor unions actually formed. Real labor unions, not the BS we have today. But labor unions that reflected the working person. I mean, for example, they'd have a woman, uh, and she'd be on the assembly line. If she left her job because she was eight months, uh, three weeks pregnant... Uh, they'd fire her 
she literally would drop and have the baby right there on the assembly line. And that was not an uncommon occurrence. It was abuse. Abuse of women, abuse of the baby. But worker unions came along and says, no, 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 you're going to eliminate the fire traps. You're going to have proper ventilation. Uh, you're going to limit how much kids can work because there was extreme we at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. We already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time child labor uh, on and on and on and on i mean rockefeller carnegie westinghouse the rest of them were absolute creeps that could care less about the human condition they didn't care about the people they worked for they were totally indifferent in fact actually carnegie wrote a book called in the philosophy called social darwinism survival of the fittest don't tell me how bad I am or how corrupt I am or how bad the employees are treated. Those that are strong rise to the top. Social Darwinism, okay? So kind of an offshoot of the Darwinistic theory of the century before. The labor unions had to spring up to protect abuse of public-private partnerships where these corporations became so big they began to control the government. At one time, John Rockefeller made one dime for every dollar made in America. This was Standard Oil. And the working conditions, his business ethics were off the charts bad. He made FTX look honest. 
he would blow up the railroad uh, venues of his competitors or their refineries. Seriously, he, he was that bad. So labor unions sprung up. Now, let me ask you a question. Fascism, public-private partnership. There was enough separation in government and business in the second industrial revolution that people were able to get some government laws passed on their side. And this led to a populist movement. Recall, okay, you don't have to wait for the election to get rid of the creeps. Referendum, where a legislature and a state could refer a law to the, a bill or a law to vote for the people to vote on. Uh, so initiative, uh, recall, referendum initiative was where the people could sign uh, and get enough signatures on a petition that they could have citizen-initiated laws. This was the populist outgrowth of the worker abuse suffered in the second industrial revolution. A lot of this stuff centered in Wisconsin, which now, by the way, is going communist like you wouldn't believe, except for Ron Johnson. Thank you, Senator Johnson, for your service. You do a great job, sir. And you should replace Mitch McConnell, the traitor Mitch McConnell. But as a side, let's go back to the public-private partnership. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what they're telling you. There was a movie made in... You know what, I'm going to hold this for a part two, because it's too long to describe. Let's just say this. The model that Klaus Schwab proposed, and how much power do I think he has? Well, he's trained people in his Young Global Leaders program, like Tulsi Gabbard and Justin Trudeau, and even the mayor of Phoenix. That's how low they have gone. Oh, boy, is is she... trained by Klaus Schwab um, and, and I'll tell you Katie Hobbs the new governor to be in Arizona uh, she's right along the same lines I don't know if she's been trained by Schwab but she could be um, what they're going to give you is total business control over your life there will be no constitution there will be no civil liberties there will be no sue to get the government off your back you will not have property rights See, these are guaranteed on the Constitution, Fifth Amendment, property rights, First Amendment, religion. Oh, they can ban religion. They're going to take your guns. Um, they're going to take everything. They're going to control your diet. You, you heard about those, oh, eat bugs? You thought that was a joke. Not if they say it's not. They can do whatever they want. And the World Economic Forum has actively called for, what was it, aquatics? Okay, I like fish. Some. Uh, plants? Some. Bugs? No way in hell. That's what they're proposing for diet. That's the official position of the World Economic Forum. Now, I didn't give it too much credence until I heard this speech, and I kept hearing Biden, 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 Biden. All his policies fall under these umbrellas in ways that are too lengthy for me to go into. So let's talk about what's coming next in part two. When you combine, and you have fascism, as defined by Benito Mussolini, the marriage of business and government, what do you get? And I'm going to tell it through a story of a movie that I believe was the best predictive programming ever constructed on what the goal was for the globalists. I mean, if you look at, uh, was it Ehrlichman? Was that his name? I forget the guy's name. The author of The Population Bomb, Stanford professor. Um, I had to read that garbage in my senior year in high school. And he said, oh, we're going to run out of oil by 1990. That was a lie. 
Okay, and then he said, there's way too many people, and they're still saying that, by the way. NBC and MSNBC came out this last week. It said, there's too many people on the planet. Okay, so should we reduce the population? Let's start with the journalists, shall we? The mainstream media. You guys go first. But anyway, um, I'm going to educate you on what I believe is coming based on what they said. The population, Bob, did predict a lot of things, though. Transformation away from fossil fuels, as they call it. Uh, a def- definitive set of policies towards depopulation, in other words, limiting the birth. Okay, abortion would certainly fa- factor into this. Um, and then, of course, working women uh, have less kids. The fecundity, that means the potential for childbearing. The fecundity rate, spelled F E C U N D I T Y, in case you think I'm saying a bad word, I'm not. It's a sociological term. But the rate for women who work versus women who don't, like the women who lived on farms, 13 versus 5. Oh, you're almost uh, three times cutting the fecundity rate among women by encouraging working and inflation accomplished that naturally if you just have a five percent inflation rate which we'd beg for today your money is worth half of what it was in 10 years and 20 years exactly so now mom has to go to work if wages haven't kept up which they haven't real wages if you don't include the biden administration let's go back even into trump okay if you go from 1990 to trump 2020 right 30 year period um we said that uh, wages went down in real income between 25 and 28 percent depending on how you measure it Oh my gosh, is that how bad is that? So that actually led women to work. And if you're taking any sociology classes today worth the crap and not giving you liberal bullshit, and they're teaching the way that it really is, they're covering these things. And I'm not even passing a moral judgment. I'm just saying these are the sociological demographic reasons why. And then also, too, if you look at where have the political rights been centered today? Basically, they're on relationships, which I could care less who loves who. Doesn't matter to me. That's your business. But it's on relationships that don't end in procreation. We, we don't hear that husbands and wives are marching in a parade to get respect. And you could argue, well, they don't need it because they've always had it. Okay, fair argument. I agree. But I'm just saying lifestyles today that are protected by law, and I think everyone should be protected by law. I don't think it matters what your choices are for lifestyle. The Constitution should protect every person. God's law should protect every person. Do we not agree? But most of the coverage today is on lifestyles that don't end in childbearing. We agree on that, right? Um, Is this intentional? I have no idea. I have never seen a document that said this, but I will tell you this. It's the official position of the United Nations to have... um, less than replacement birth rates. I forget the term they use for it. But to have a birth rate that is replacement oriented, it is, uh, what is it, uh, 2.1. And the point one for replacement is because there's child mortality. There's you know, stillborn, um, and, and there's um, all kinds of things, sudden infant death syndrome that can happen to children. Uh, and so we need to have 2.1. By the way, the birth rate in the United States now has dipped below 1.8. No nation has ever come back economically from 1.8. You have a labor problem. Gee, are we in a bad economy? Are we seeing a labor shortage in our country? Go to a restaurant and look how many open tables there are. And did you ever wonder, gee, why aren't they seating people over there? They got plenty of tables. And he might even ask. No, we don't have the people to cover it. Um, That's the 1.8. 
headed to 1.7. Italy is 1.2. They're finished as a country. I think they elected the right person, and she'll slow the death of the country, but the country's going to die economically. And I don't even think the European Union can bail them out because of the Ukraine war and what's happening with energy and all that stuff. All right, so let's get right down to it. I've given you a fairly good picture from Klaus Schwab's speech and what we see with American policy that matches that speech. I think I've given you a fairly good picture, but I'm going to describe a movie in part two, and I'm going to send everyone to watch that movie because you have to see it to fully understand what they have planned. And I have, I realized this about 15 years ago, that I thought that movie one day would be prescriptive, but we were a long way away. We're no longer there, and as I like to say, what's coming is no longer coming. It's already here, folks. That's it for the Common Sense Show. Thank you. Thank you for joining us in this very lengthy. Actually, we're thinking about going to a radio format for half the day and news items the other half. And we're looking into that now. And this would be an example of what we might do on a show, a theme-oriented show. Anyway, thanks for joining us. Don't forget about the CommonSenseShow.tv, where we do documentaries all the time with expert guests and we really dive deep into topics and the purpose is to help you be well we want to entertain you so we hope you find it interesting but the real purpose is we want you to be better educated so you can make the best choices for your family because the Klaus Schwab speech you learn one thing even if your interpretations are all wrong about what he said in the application to America even if we're all wrong the one thing you can say is we're living in a world that is far different than the one we grew up in. And the world we're going to wake up into tomorrow is going to be much more dramatically changed than that. And I think we can all agree on that, and we're trying to keep people up to date with that. So sign up today, thecommonsenseshow.tv. We'll see you back here again next time. We at The Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at TheCommonSenseShow.tv, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TheCommonSenseShow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com. And what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground. And you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.